0: I do think he'd support your, your name, right? I like this song We like it loud I need a dollar, dollar, dollar That's what I need hey, hey. Well I need a dollar, dollar, dollar
1: That's what I need hey, hey. Said I need a dollar, dollar, dollar That's what I need And if I share with you my story Would you share your me like times are I like it. But I reap what just I listen, don't listen know. to it it's avicii i always forget this a vici is that who that is oh, who is that <laughs> who is that the artist do you know, that does do you know, the song do you know i don't even a know
2: vici is
1: avicii no, is isn't avicii a vici, uh, producer who killed himself he's a
2: um yeah, like a like a techno pop see, yeah. Isn't that who's that then? That's Aloe Black. Oh, is he dead too? No. Well, not to my knowledge. I don't know. Is, okay. he, is he dead? I don't know, dude. I'm
1: really bad at You do at like this. that song though. You I like that song and I'm really bad at the Is He Dead. I thought I, I thought that uh, uh what's oh, his yeah. name? Val Kilmer. Yeah. yeah. I swore that was why they delayed that
0: movie That's it was a because great story. he had died.
2: Travis Justice is here, by the way. Hi Travis.
0: What's going on, man? I mean, you know what I love about podcasting is that you it, can it,
2: you can swear with the see No,
0: it's funny because I was just I was just looking at your setup here, and I'm like, B and H and Sweetwater just have you down, right? Because you're like, I, I want a podcast, and you, you can buy a really cool setup for like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and you walk, you're like, that's the coolest shit in the world. Looks it's, like a real. It, it looks awesome. Y- People yeah.
1: walk in here and they see this and they're yeah. like,
2: whoa. I I well I. I think a lot of podcasters have this exact one. It's I have a, a different I, Chris, one. Chris Williams has this one. I've seen yeah. a picture of it. Before. You know why I
0: didn't get that one? Because everybody has it. <laughs> I like the colors. That's Honestly, why I got
2: it. Like at night, it glows. It looks kind of cool.
0: My son is after me to get the Roadcaster too, and I'm like, no. I go. I, I have a. I think I have a Tascam or Tascam or something like that, and and it works fine. It's the same thing. Um, but I, I, I try to do like the exact opposite of what everybody's doing. Like <laughs> swim upstream. Yeah. It's a, it's the road. This so does this. Is,
2: okay. So for years, Ross yeah. has told me you and Travis are basically the same person. You guys think alike. You talk alike. You have the same conversations
1: with
0: the two of you. Yeah. Just
2: everything. This is the first time we've done something like this though. So yeah. it's it, it, Ross,
0: Ross and I are same and different at the same time. It, it's pretty interesting. I, 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 he thinks a lot of the stuff that I do, but I say a lot of the stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: and that's what I've been known to do too. And it, it hasn't always worked out in my favor at times. Yeah,
0: it's uh, and it, it, it's interesting is that uh, somebody told me this last night. We were at the we were at the twenty first birthday bash for KXNO, and they're like, "Dude, I knew I liked you your first day when you tried out for the just because nobody in Des Moines had ever said the stuff that you said. You were such a dick, dude." I, so what was the deal? Because you went after Heidi Soliday, I did. So I worked for Heidi, um, and Heidi Heidi gave me my first chance. Really, at,
2: how long has she been out of the picture? now? it has been out of it. channel Morning. Channel Eight. Was she sports director? Yeah, over so there.
1: Okay. It been about the time KXNO launched, wouldn't it? 20 you know, let's years see. Ago?
0: Well, hold on. She was off TV. She was off TV when I tried out. So that would have been twelve years ago. And I think it was probably may, maybe a year. So, but she's probably been off okay. TV about thirteen years. Okay, I thought it was and, longer. than and, that. And it was it was a mean comment, but it was it, was, it was funny. It was funny too. Um, first of all, Heidi Heidi gave me a chance when I was nineteen years old, when nobody else would. Right, I, I was I was at Grandview. I I, I thought I was going to be on radio. I took this TV class. Steve Winsenberg who was my uh, professor at the time, said, "Yeah, you need to be on television." And I'm like, "Okay." So I just I I walked down to Channel Eight, and I I'm like, "Hey, I." I want an internship. Hey, my professor told me I'm supposed to be on television. He told me I'm special. That's how it fucking worked, man. It was really bizarre. And my buddy, Todd Rowland, who's now a Des Moines police officer. um, He was interning there at the same time. He's like, Hey, my internship's up. You know, I could probably say something because most 19 year old sophomores don't get internships at T usually that's your your junior, senior year. Mm -hmm. And I showed up and, I, they gave me the job. And, and at that time, we, that's when sports departments were awesome because they actually invested into it. This is uh, like 90? This should have been 90, 91. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 90. 90. And then uh, so we had, uh, it was Heidi Soliday. It was John Walters. It was Jeff Johnson. It was Chuck Reed. And it was Dave Lovers, who Lovers went on to work for ESPN and do a lot of big stuff um, for, for, for ESPN. And then so I got an internship, learned a ton of stuff. And then Lovers got the job with with which turned into be Intersport in Chicago, and then went on to ESPN. When he left, I got hired. They, I was a I was a part time employee at Channel Eight when I was before I was even twenty one. Okay, and then all of a sudden, so I'm going to sporting events. I'm, I'm doing all this stuff, and then uh, the, Dave was also the producer of the Rudy Washington Show for for Drake University, right? And they're like, Hey, nobody nobody's producing the coaching show. I'm like. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, when young opportunity, and hungry. yeah, yeah. When you're young and hungry, an opportunity knocks. You either say yes or no. But yeah. it's, it, 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 so all of a sudden, here I am going to class and they're like, hey, you want to go to you want to go to the Whole Avenue Tap tonight? I'm Like, no, I got to hop on a plane and fly to Normal, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I produce I produce this show, and so I was, and I get, and they let me do all the reporting for it. Yeah. So here I'm on television at age 20. You're living the dream. Early. I'm living the dream early. But I learned so much. But I thought, back then, you learn the basics, right? But I didn't know who I was as a broadcaster at the time. I don't think I knew till I was probably in my 30s. When I started working for Todd and Tyler in Omaha, they're like, oh, you you don't have to do what everybody tells you to do. You don't, You can be really different. You can you can lay your life out on the line, and people are going to relate to you. And I got a lot of fucked up shit in my life. So I, I'm like, fuck it. I'll I'll, I'll share I'll, it all. I'll, I'll tell it I'll all. I'll share it. I don't care.
2: Did you, uh, I, when people tell stories like that, I always think about, um, I don't know how much truth it was. I don't. I didn't follow him way back in the day. But Howard Stern, I think, became Howard Stern because he was doing stuff that was so different than well, what I, everybody else yeah, was doing. I, at the time. I always,
0: I always, I, I despise the word shock jock, right? Yeah, because people think, and people still. And Ross knows me now, and Ross probably thought when he first met me because he's like, he, Ross hated me when he first met me, did not like me.
2: That's rare. I know Ross. Um, he's not a. He's not a hate that guy type.
1: I'm not, and I, and, and Tra- but Travis is right, and, I, and we did have a couple of screaming matches yeah. and stuff like that. Because, uh, you know, he uh, was
0: on with Jan Michaelson. and he says, that's not the way you do radio, man. You just don't do it. Okay. And I think Dude, he- it was that first, it was the day you were mean to Heidi Soliday. Yeah.
1: And I was like, we don't do that in Des Moines. We're nice to each other. Yeah, You know, we don't we don't call each other out for, do, I mean, because Heidi had, and I'm not sure, because I stepped out.
0: Well, she did a cross-country show. She did a show where she talked radio. about
1: cross-country, which your brother would love it. Eric would <laughs> Eric <laughs> My brother's
2: the biggest track cross-country cross fan in the a, world.
1: He's like, w- he literally went on a road trip to go watch the Big 12 cross-country.
2: He watched him yesterday. He said he was the only person there. Yeah. Literally well, the only person there watching Yeah, it was cold and a practice or something, but he was there watching.
1: So he's a guy that loves cross-country. He'd love this. Heidi Heidi did a show where she talked about high school cross-country for about an hour or more. And Travis came on and basically said, hey, who has – he said, I don't want to know – It was
0: poor Rick Silvestrini because I don't, we put him yeah. in a really
1: tough situation. That's right, yeah. Without
2: we, even knowing the end of the story, Travis was right in this situation. He, nobody, no, well, Travis nobody came, nobody came on and he goes, that. listen,
1: I don't want you and Rick he, – he's talking to me and Rick. He says, I don't want you guys to tell me who's done the best. I don't care who's done the best. Who's done the worst? <laughs> who has had the worst audition show? That's all I care about. Who was it? And yeah. Rick and I froze. Because again, we're Iowa Nice. You don't like to talk back. Like people. no, why did why were you in? What are we doing? And we free. And in that moment of freezing, Travis jumps back in and goes, "It was Heidi, wasn't it? Heidi did the worst show, didn't you? I heard you talked about cross country. What was she thinking, talking about cross country? And that was the start of Travis in the morning and the morning rush. And and really, not, that was the not start liking of, him of TNT. It took me a. It took me about. Six eight months, man, it really did to, of, of going there every day. And I think hit, it
0: changed when you started producing them it, I, it it, because I did because I went through, I went through God probably four or five, maybe six producers in a year. I mean, people couldn't work with me because I put them in really uncomfortable situations, and I, I was trying to really push people to their limits to share beyond what they would. Right? Yeah. I mean, be, really go outside your comfort zone. And I think you know you hear the term shock jock, and I probably fell into that when I was younger. And I guess you can do it if it's a bit. I think, Ross, once he learned that I wasn't doing bits, that, oh, he's he's really sharing his life. Yeah. <laughs> then I think he... I, you know, or I I you're, re-
2: you're asking the question. This is where you and I have a really um, similar personality. Um, my wife will say, so we'll be meeting the couple for the first time yeah. and having dinner with them for the first time, and I'll say something, and she'll say, all right, here comes 20 questions. Because I... People say... I have said, I have an ego, but I'm much more interested to ask questions and learn more about you than talking about myself. But some of those questions will come off as who asked a question like that when, when they first met met me, here's where you and
0: I might be different is that I'm probably not that extroverted. Okay. I'm actually fairly introverted in a situation like that. I now I'll get there, but I like to observe, I will read the room and just, and then I'll collect data. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll use a perfect example. I went to Ross's house one night <laughs> and, and I sat there and I read the room for an hour. Yeah. And then. I asked one question and I had a girl say, yeah, I, I like anal. <laughs>
2: oh man. <laughs> I, I, I might've heard this story before. Ross is Ross, like, Ross. Tell this. how do you do that? Wait, wait, <laughs> was, Ross's, was Ross's wife there? And oh, now yeah. does she hate you? Because it's it, like, uh, but Ross and I talk about his wife all the time. It's like, she doesn't hate everybody. She, she, she thinks you're weird, but she doesn't hate you kind of a thing. And I'm like, okay, if that was the, the, the answer to the question that you asked, she had to be thinking in that moment, why is this guy in my house? Right
0: now, no, Aaron. Again, Aaron loved because loves Travis. it was weird. It, was, it wasn't in the sick, gross, sick way. It was just kind. It just kind of came out. Came conversation. Up. It was I, just.
1: I have told you that story, Mark, because that's a way of me telling people how how Travis can read people and read a room. Yeah. and and it was and it didn't take an hour. He says it took an hour. It took nine minutes. Okay. Took nine minutes. That's why when he's like, well, I'd like to sit back and read a room. You jumped in nine minutes, had these girls talking about anal. Yeah. So, and, and a group of and women that I've been around for years, I've known most of these girls,
0: for women for years. Yeah. They're my wife's friends. We were hanging out. And, and- if my memory serves me correctly, and, and this is what I liked about the conversation, it was probably the one the least people thought would have been. Absolutely. The question. It was. Yeah. It, it, was, was, it, was, it, was, bro- it was. You
2: broke her out of her shell. I That's did. Okay. Yeah. That's okay.
0: <laughs> the, uh, um, this is why I thought it was the greatest podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from week to week. When do we record? When do we record? <laughs> when do we do uh, it, it. You know it, actually, it's, it's awesome. What is the um what what's the Omaha connection for you? And, and I realize I'm going biographical here but some of these things I've wondered for years listening to you. You're the only person that's not local on on KXNO.
0: I'm local. You
2: have a Okay. Well, well local, I'll tell you local, how local, I, localish I, I, no, out I, of your base. I,
0: I will tell you how I'm local. Okay. Um listen Des Moines Television was my goal. Mm -hmm. Des Moines Television is what I wanted to do. I wanted to get back to KCCI in the worst way, Um, so I I left when I left Grand. I graduated Grandview. I was working at KCCI for about two and a half years, and I got my first job in Wausau, Wisconsin. I was a weekend anchor in Wausau, with my whole goal was getting back to Des Moines. Um, I got fired in Wausau because I was a dick, and I got a fight with my boss. True story. Ended up in fist, fight. fist fight, fist fight. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, and then so you know, I'm I'm on the beach. I'm living with my wife's parents. It's it's my life sucks because you think your career is over at 22. Well, right? sure. you you get fired for beating up your boss in a parking <laughs> lot on television. That's a story that's going to go around. <laughs> yeah. So then I I end up in Des Moines or I end up in Omaha as a sports director at age 22 at the Fox affiliate. Now we only did nine o'clock news. It was it, it is what it is. But I did that for about eight, nine years, and then I ended up at Channel 3, which is the CBS affiliate, and uh, I was doing Creighton play-by-play. My, my career really took off at that point. Actually, it took off when we got rid of sports. So we were one of those affiliates that got rid of sports, and they had me do politically political commentary every night. So I was doing – I I did an opinion piece every night. Well, people – our ratings went through the roof, and when we got bought by Journal Communications, they go like, oh, you, we can't do this. I'm like – yeah, but our ratings are going up because people like – look at Fox News, look at anything. People yeah. like opinions. Yep, they they can do. get their news anywhere. Um, but when Heidi left, they brought in a, a sports director that didn't work out, and I wanted the job so badly and because I love Des Moines. I, I, I mean, I'm from Minden, Iowa, okay? So I, I grew up in Iowa, went to Grandview. I love Des Moines like it's my hometown. I've always wanted to live here. And when I didn't get the job, when Dave Buzik didn't hire me, I was pissed. I was I was literally pissed because I'm like, I've worked at KCCI. I know the culture of KCCI. I can I, I can make this work. I've been a sports director. It's not like I was coming from small from Podunk town. I'm coming from a bigger market mm-hmm. at, at at a CBS affiliate. And he didn't hire me, and I didn't. Even, he didn't fucking interview me. Oh wow! And it pissed me off. It really pissed me off. And it, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't. I don't have aspirations to be on ESPN. I don't have aspirations to go to Denver, Chicago. I like where I live, but I knew that. I knew at that point, well, I was going to go work at Channel Five because Channel Five sucks, and I'm not going to go work at Channel Thirteen because Murphy's going to be the rest of his life, right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to be an Omaha the rest of my life. I'm going to have to accept it, and that's why. It, that's why I say I'm local because I have a deep passion and respect for Des Moines and, and just for my days at Grandview. I love this city so much. And then when I got the opportunity to come try out, I'm like, hey, I'm a part-time employee. I'm not moving here. Mm-hmm. And so I said, if you, can ha- if you can set it up to where I can do it from Omaha and, and beyond. And I don't think one person thought it was going to last a year or two. Yeah. We're, we're 12 years into this thing, man. Yeah. 12 years. So, I mean, that's why I say I'm local, is that you're right. I, I do it remotely. I'm in Omaha every day. But at least when somebody talks about Oral Labor Road and fucking Ankeny, I know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, that helps. Right? I, I mean, I, I, I can make... You don't re- pronounce it Oral Labor? You know, Oral Labor? Or or the traffic person is Ankeny. I'm yeah, like, what and, the and fuck? Kenny? And Kenny? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think... I don't think a lot of... Okay, let's use syndicated guys. Syndicated people can't talk about the the, the city they're working in. And I would say that most people... If you tried to do what I do, if you hadn't lived here for a certain amount of time, would have no clue. Now, this place has grown so much. I mean, hell, when I lived here, yeah. this wasn't here right. where we're st- sitting right now. <laughs> yeah. so so this is a cornfield. That's why I say I'm local. But yeah, So the the Omaha con- connection is I just ended up there, and I got really lucky there. I had a great career there. I still have a great career there. Um, but... that. Much like we can podcast in this room, I can hit, hit a button on the internet and I can be in a studio, and, and nobody knows. Now we were talking about this this morning with David Keckner, who was on, uh, who's was on, uh, who's uh, champ, champ, kind. Uh, camp, camp guy, whammy, whammy, whammy. Um, whammy. He, he goes, hey, do you talk about you being in Omaha? I said, we don't hide from it. Yeah. We, we don't sit there and go, hey, Trav's in Omaha. you know. We, but, I mean, people know. I mean, it's not like this yeah. big secret. What What I like is people have accepted it. I yeah. think that was what everybody was worried about. Would they accept a guy who's not physically here? Mm-hmm. Would they accept it? And I think, uh, I think once Ross and I started doing it together, I, I like Tim Fisher. Tim Fisher and I did an okay show. It was TNT in the morning. It was much better when Ross came to produce. And then when Tim moved to Houston – uh, that's when magic struck, yep. man. That's yep. when magic struck. I'd agree.
2: What was your take on the – how far removed are we from the firings? Two years? Something like uh, that? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, half years. What was your take from all of that? And not only that, but what's happened since all the shuffling was, going I on. I think it was January
1: 14th, 2020 at 9.14 a.m. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but
2: and I heard about uh, it at
0: 9.37 <laughs> when you, when, when
2: you <laughs> called me or whatever it Here, was. Here's, right how,
0: here's how I found out. And my take is going to be different than most people's. And let me tell you why. Was I upset about it? Sure. But you got to remember, I have a completely different life. I have a... This is kind of like play money to me, right? This is why I've never... I'm making the same amount today that I did 12 years ago, Mm -hmm. which isn't very much, which is insane. He he
2: doesn't have a good agent. Apparently man, but he has a bad
0: agent. I'm making less than I was. Listen, listen, I don't do this for money. I do it because I like, I like telling stories and I like doing it with people. I like if, if I didn't have Ross now, I don't know if I would still be doing it. Okay. And I I don't do it. And that's why it's just so much fun. So, I found out two ways. Um Sean Roberts called me and he said, "Dude, I just got fired." I'm like, "What?" He's uh, he's like, "They just escorted me out the door. They they let me go." And, and was he your producer he at the, the producer time? He was a producer at the okay. time. Yes. Right. Yeah. Next thing I know, Heather calls me and she's crying. She's like, "I just got fired." I'm like, "What?" So I opened the the KXNO Morning Rush Twitter account and it went, it, everything disappeared because they deactivated it. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden, Joel McRae props up on my phone. I said, Heather, I'm about to get fired too. And so I picked it up, and it was Joel. And, and this is where I'm different. I said, Joel, you know what? I appreciate the opportunity. I go, I'm part time, I have a completely different career. I go, I just, I, and I did, I was nice, but I said, thanks for the opportunity. I understand it. I get, to, I get the cutbacks. The difference is everybody else, this is their livelihood. Everybody else lost their livelihood. My friends lost their livelihood. For, not for Not only minutes.
2: that, the difference between you two is, as I've learned from Ross, is it's a lot of his identity at that point. It was a lot. Of his yeah, identity. because he's, I mean, he's Radio Ross, man. Yeah, I mean, he'd been,
0: he'd been there for for nineteen years, right? Yeah. My my identity, I gave up my ide- People don't know me in Des Moines as a TV guy. If you go to Omaha, yeah. I'm a radio and a TV guy because I was on Ton Tyler for sixteen years, and I was on television for twenty years. So my identity, but you know, I'd been removed long enough from television and even radio in Omaha that I'm a construction guy in Omaha now. I mean, I, I sell construction services, so. I, I didn't lose my identity at that point. I didn't lose my livelihood. So I was like, hey, I knew I was on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. We're all on borrowed time, right? Yeah. But it, it was, I felt sorry for my friends who aid your identity and your livelihood because losing that is, is. so I was in a different position. So sure. I was just like, all right, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. We'll go do this. Now, if that ever happened today, you know, I think there's other plans in place.
2: Now do you do you feel like having gone through that, you're still on borrowed time just because the nature yeah. of the industry? You know
0: what, I'm not on borrowed time because I do what I want. I, I have yeah. I have one of the so I have a podcast that is uh, depending on the week you you may not think this is impressive. I do because you know how many podcasts are out there. I have a Nebraska football podcast mm-hmm. and I do it because I, I feel do it.
2: I feel bad for him right no, now. No,
0: no, well no <laughs> just lo- learning that no, news. No, losing's good for business. Oh, okay. Let, let me right. tell right. you so, everything. Losing is fair, we fair, know that sound so. first of all I'm an Iowa Hawkeye fan and, and, but I do the podcast because Dr. Rob Zadisk and I have been doing he was my host on television we would do a Sunday night show together yeah. and we have very much like Ross. We have really good chemistry and we like doing it. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just keep doing it. So he's a doctor. He's an anesthesiologist. We call it doc talk. Um, during the season, it ranks right around between it fluctuates between 200 in the top 200 to top 150 football podcasts in America. Now, you're probably thinking 150. I go, go look and see how many football podcasts you're out there. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah, and to yeah. be in that top 200 yeah. is a pretty good accomplishment for yeah. me. Um, and so we have a lot of fun doing it. We just did a YouTube channel. so I can do all this and I'm making money on that stuff, doing that. So, so, yeah. I, you know, I can easily replace what I'm doing. That's called
2: monetizing a podcast. It's <laughs> just something we've never <laughs> really tried to do. That's been my
0: fault. I was like, let's <laughs> just talk. Let's just have <laughs> fun. But, but you just, know what? Yeah, let's the just best. have fun, man. Cause my son is, uh, my son's kind of moved into my producer cause he, we, we've gone to uh, kind of a television studio type thing now. So we've got a four camera shoot. We've got a switcher. And he thinks I sell it too much. He's like, you know, you don't have to sponsor every little thing, you know, let it come. But I go, yeah, well, you're not paying the bills, you know yeah. I mean? Because every time you want a new camera and every time you want a new yeah switchboard, I go, we got to pay for it. And I don't like doing it out of my Ross, own Ross, as
2: a friend, you've told me that does the comedy bit about the how everything's sponsored. You know? Oh yeah, it's and now br- as I type on my uh, you know, Amway fact, keyboard, that that yeah, there are more you know? more to come on that e- every, everything like that. So, um, so the new show, obviously, you guys back together, yeah falling right back into the same old. I think it
0: took it, it, It's interesting because we've never struggled with sound off. It was never, but you I know. think back into the morning, right. And there was one day about three weeks in. Cause Ross went on like four vacations right when the show started. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, he, he's just like, Hey, I'm going to do a show and then I'll be going to be gone for a week. Windshield time is what he calls it. Hey, he I'm going to do a show and then I'm
1: going to be gone for a week. You know, I thought I was done with this career for a period of time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought those vacations yeah, were true. just going to be my, uh, my that's reset true. in life. Yeah.
0: Um, I, there there was a point about three or four weeks in that I called him and I said, Hey, good show today. And I hadn't done that since we started. And he finally said, you know, I, I, I got the dance steps back. Yeah, Cause Chris Williams and I are two completely different broadcasters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and you'd been with Chris for seven years and even though, it, when he'd come in and fill in, I don't think he felt the obligation. He'd just come in and fill in because he's like, you know, I'm gonna go have fucking fun with my yeah, buddy, right? Yeah. You know, it wasn't, hey, I got to do this every day. So, it, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like we weren't having fun or, or doing, anything, but we were just maybe a half step off on the two step. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and then all of a sudden one day it was like, oh, it's it's back. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent back, yep. and, we, and I don't think it's changed since then. I mean, it's just. I think I, I'd blame it a lot on
1: the, not the seven years with Chris. It was the summer of doing the show by myself yeah. Yeah. and having to kind of monologue and just, I was constantly doing a way more than what I'm good at. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then going back to the mornings, it took me, a, it took me a couple of weeks and yeah, the vacations didn't help because it is a routine yeah. and a rhythm thing. Uh, it took me a couple of weeks to where I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't have to. But, I don't have to do that. But
0: yeah. I'm going to ask you a question, and, and and if you don't mind me asking the question. Feel is, free. Do no you think we would have danced faster? I think what added a different element is we had Justin starting as our producer. Sean probably would have been the yeah, producer. It would have been. We would have known. We yep. know each other. But So we were tr- actually probably trying to feel Justin out a little right. bit more exactly. to say, okay, what, what is he capable of? What does we know? I mean, because he's a dork. I mean, he's a huge dork. Would love him, though. Yeah, he's a good kid, but he is, he's, he's a, a fucking dork. <laughs> and he has zero athletic. You should have seen him throw t-shirts last night. Oh, my fucking God. I I, I mean, how... We know why his dad talks about him the way he
2: does. You're he, a pretty bad athlete if six, six, you can't throw a t-shirt. I don't, six, I don't even know him, but if you he can't throw six, a t-shirt... He couldn't throw
0: at shirt he could not throw it 7 feet. Oh, wow. And fi- I'm on stage. I'm literally on stage. We've got 500 people there. And I got the microphone. <laughs> this and is I, true. And I go... What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Our bosses are in the
2: room. <laughs>
0: Our bosses in the room. What the fuck are you doing?
1: And, and Travis Strike goes to rip
0: the t-shirts out of his hand and spills That's his drink no beer all over place. Oops. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, that might have slowed us down a little now that I think about it because I didn't know it, Justin. I that is gr- never I, met I Justin. I hadn't thought of that until yeah. you just said that, and you're absolutely right. We can blame him for part. Yeah, of it. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but now, and I think you now, once Sound Off started and everything, we got back in routine. Uh, it's been in today's show was was a classic because it. Listen, we're we're a we are a a a share show wrapped around sports. I can bring anything back to sports, mm-hmm. um, but. Except what happened to me today, because <laughs> I pissed myself. I pissed my pants yesterday. Today? Mark. Yesterday, yesterday Mark. Yesterday. I mean, I I, I, I fucking pissed Stop. my pants. Wait, Wait, so this is this is post-party? Oh, no, this is pre-party. I'm sober as fuck. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah dude, so, getting old is going to be so, a bitch. So, so here, here's what happened. Was so. there a sneeze involved? No, no, here's <laughs> what's, here's the deal. It wasn't a trickle. <laughs> it wasn't a trickle. So uh, I'm uh, okay we go. I, I was having the day of my life, because... You know, people may not listen. They may have heard the story if you listen to the morning show because we told it all okay. verbatim. Yeah. Um, I drive two hours over, right? I'm, I'm having a great day, great windshield time. Sun was shining. I park in the, uh, at, I'm at the Surety Hotel and I park in the parking garage and I'm getting ready. I'm walking. Also, I'm like, man, I got to piss. I've been in the car for two hours. I got yeah. to pee. So, I'm, you know, I got to go through the little skywalk area still because it's not right next to the hotel. And I'm like, fuck it. This is, this is speeding up. <laughs> So I walk into the hotel, and I I put my bag down. I'm going to check in, and I go to the lady. I said, hey, where's your restroom at? Thinking that it's going to be, like, there. Off the lobby. It's downstairs to the right, then take another left. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right. So I leave my bag. I go, I'm going to leave my bag because I'm going to check in, and then I'm going to take my backpack. So I start going downstairs, and I'm like, Oh, it, it's speeding up. All of a sudden, you, you're like, "Am I dribbling?" You, you know. So then I'm like, "I think my underwear is a little bit wet." So then I, I start going downstairs. I'm unbuckling my belt. I can't get my belt. So I'm like, "Fucking hitting my dingling. and all of a sudden I'm like, "I gotta hurry up." So I run to the restroom and I can't get my zipper down. And all of a sudden. Poof, And I'm standing in a pool of piss. You're in the bathroom. I'm the in point. the bathroom, and I've pissed myself. And it's, and it's it's like, fucking perfect because it's, like, my whole crotch is soaked and my, went all the way down the inner side of my thighs. And then it went to the fucking rear end. And so I'm standing here going, what, what the do? fuck just happened to me? And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I go, I've got an extra pair of pants. I'm like, shit, I left my fucking bag upstairs. I gotta walk
2: upstairs. <laughs> so now Pissed I'm face. like, how do I do this, right? This is crazy. So my
0: plan is, I go, okay, it's right in the lobby. I'm gonna run upstairs. I'm gonna grab the bag, go back downstairs in the bathroom, change my clothes. No one will know. No one no will no know. know. Be a piece of cake. Not thinking at the time, where am I gonna put the piss stained? Pants, my which, my answer no would have bad. been probably the garbage can but okay so i walk up the stairs oh it's a good pair of jeans I can okay. be washed okay um so i walk up the stairs there's three fucking people there <laughs> and i'm like well shit what do i do now yeah so then i get to the bag i'm like well i can go back downstairs i'm piss soaked or i can just go check in Yep. So I take my backpack and I put it over my crotch, like I'm carrying it. Yep. And I take the, the wheeling luggage and I bring it behind me to cover up my ass the best I could. Yep. And I checked in and I went upstairs and I took a forty minute shower.
2: See what it depends on what it, what you had to wear. If you had the sweatshirt, you take that off, you tie that around your waist, you put the bag in front, you know. Or you just tell people that damn sink down there exploded on me. <laughs> you know, you could have you probably could've gone that route. No. So that first time
0: this has happened to you? Uh, no, no, I've pissed myself before, okay. but it's but it's not <laughs> the injury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's one of these things where, and the last time I pissed myself, it was just I was in a car, I was driving home, and I couldn't get home fast enough. Yeah. and I parked in the driveway. And it's yeah, and that's what's. I'd rather do it the way I did yesterday. Because when you piss in your car seat that's cloth, yeah. getting that clean is See, I need to ask. Hard. My
2: father-in-law and brother-in-law are both urologists. I need to ask them what's happening to you because you think you're there. Just hold it one more second. No, what, what about you can't hold it that additional second,
0: you know? It, it, because, you know, my prostate's 52 years old.
2: Yeah, that must be a prostate yeah, issue at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I yeah. got the finger not too long ago. I don't have prostate cancer. I know that. Well, but that's it's, good. it's just, you know. The the seal's just not what it used yeah, to be. Yeah, I know.
2: No, and I I just turned forty four the other day, so I'm not I'm not too far yeah, behind. You're here.
0: Not, yeah, yeah. Well, you got a ways to go. You're not. Uh, yeah, you, you're still good for about uh, six seven
2: more. Years. Here's my here's my last biographical question for you that I've never known the answer to. Okay. What what's with the Italy thing? You talk a lot about Italy. What's going on um, over there?
0: So, you know that Italy saved my life. Oh wow! Italy saved my life. You don't so. hear
2: that story very um, often.
0: No, here, here's what happened. Everybody goes, Rehab saved
2: my life. That's what you hear. Not Italy. No,
0: here's what happened. Um, I had been, my, how I told you the story of me working at KCCI. I had always been career driven to the point, probably where it was. It, I'm not money driven, but I was. And that, that's probably what sets me back. I don't give a fuck about money. I really don't. Um, but I, I, I was so driven to be successful in broadcasting, not to a market point, just where I felt where I was contributing. So during college, I never went on spring break. I always worked. Um, when I got to, to Wasa, I always worked. When I worked at at, at at Channel, and it's almost a raw story when, with the identity thing. When I worked at Channel 42, I, I did Todd and Tyler in the Morning, which is a radio show, and I did the news. I worked from fucking 7 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Same thing when I went over to the CBS affiliate. I only went till I went from seven seven to to eleven, just nonstop because I wanted to do as much as I could. I wanted to show everybody, hey, you can't get rid of me. Yeah, you can't fire me because I'm doing so much for you.
2: Your wife was probably digging these times.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, and here we get to the same thing about it. Yeah. So, and so. You know, it takes a toll on your life, right? And you know, I got kicked out of my house for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you guys can use your imagination to what, sure. what guys get kicked out of their houses for. Sure. Um, but the 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 economic downturn happened in what two thousand nine, right? Two thousand eight, mm-hmm. two thousand nine. Yep. My contract runs out at the CBS affiliate. My, and here I had this this trip planned to Italy, where I've we're taking we're going for seventeen days. We're taking it. The, all the kids. We're, there's like 17 of us going. I'd spent about $14,000 on this vacation. Never done this before in my life. And the general manager calls me, hey, your contract's up. Yeah. He goes, you know, it's a tough time here. Yeah. He goes, um, you're too popular. I can't fire you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, that's good. Mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. He goes, so I can't, I can't fire you because you're too popular in Omaha. But what I can do is I have to cut your salary 50%. Mm. So I said, well, hold on for a second. I'm now making less money by that pay cut than when I came here. You know, I go, I've given – that's where we're at. So I said, okay, um, I'll take it because I'd rather just have a job than not have a job, right? But I said, I I won't sign a contract and – that my non-compete is over at that point saying, if somebody across the street calls me, you cannot yeah. forbid me for going. Yep. Well, what happened was I was scheduled to go to Italy the next month. And so I'm like, we can't afford this trip now. It's, it's all this money. And at that time, it, the internet still wasn't as powerful as it was. So I got to Italy for 17 days. It was the first time in my life that I'd ever decompressed. I just said, fuck it. I'm off the grid. I don't need anything. And what happened was I saw this beautiful country where people are, they take siestas every day. They, work, don't, they don't work their balls off. They don't their work their balls off. It's not, yeah. But now they're a socialist country and they're fucking broke. Yeah. But that's not my problem. I'm there enjoying their life. Their, you know, when, when you say, hey, uh, get your cappuccino in the morning. When you get to work, you get to work. Uh, siesta starts at noon. You go have lunch and you take a nap. You go back to work at 3 and then you close at 5. Yeah. And you're like, and then you see all these people who are pretty healthy. The food is um, amazing. And I didn't do anything for 17 days, but just enjoy some really cool, relaxing stuff. And I said, I need this every single year. Hmm. So instead of getting a lake house, <laughs> instead of getting, you know, a car, my wife and I made a pledge to ourselves. We just said, listen, we don't like gifts. We don't wear jewelry. We don't sit. So I said, how about we just not get ourselves Christmas presents, Birthday presents, valentines just fuck that. Every single year, we go spend two weeks in Italy. Nice. And so, I started a podcast uh, called Total Tuscany. Uh, I now do some trip plan. I just planned the the mayor of Omaha's trip to Tuscany uh, in October. So I help people out that want to go. Some people want to spend a lot of money. I can do it affordably. Uh, like I'm going. I leave December fifth, and I'll be there f- December fifth through the fourteenth. My wife and I are going. I got flight. Hotel breakfast every morning. Both of us was twenty two hundred dollars. Wow, yeah, and I'm yeah, sta- that's, and, and right. <laughs> yeah. that's really cheap. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so when I hear people say oh, I can't afford to go to Europe, oh yeah, you can. What? Where, so where are you staying? I'm staying at there? so um, I, I'm staying at the uh, the Hotel Duomo.
2: Because I'm picturing a hostel. <laughs> no, <laughs> for, no, for that
0: price. That's the view out of my hotel. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a four star. Okay. So it, it and the truth is, here's a little travel hack for you. Travel hack, uh, especially to, to to Europe and to Italy, uh, the time of year you travel matters. Yep. The time of day you travel and, and what day you travel on. If you want to leave on a Friday, come back on a Saturday, you're fucked. Okay. I leave on a Monday, come back on a Wednesday.
2: Okay. That you, midweek stuff. Midweek early...
0: stuff. You go now. United States is different. You go to Disneyland, and Disneyland's busy all the time, sure. right? In Italy, the travel season is basically, um, I would say, late March, April. Okay through August.
2: What will the weather be like in December?
0: In Italy. December. So and by the way, Christmas time in Florence is the most magical time of the year. I mean, these people they go unbelievably all out for Christmas. It'll be fifty two during the day. Okay. Get down to about uh probably about forty to
2: So you're not laying either. out by the pool. That's not what's no, happening on no, the No, but
0: but you know, I'll wear a spring jacket at fifty two. People over there are they're scarved up in winter coats. Yeah. It's just you know, here it's below zero. They yeah. they don't get a lot of snow over there. It snows uh in, in February usually. I, I will give I, I'll give two some advice about going to Italy, some a little travel hack. And that is never go in August, ever. Never go in August. That is a that is a month long holiday for Italians. They take the fucking month off. Every one of them.
2: Is it also too, is it most of Italy? If you go over there, not a lot of air conditioning in that country.
0: Um, not well, yes and no. Uh, most people that now rent villas, high end villas, yeah. uh, they know where their market is and they know they have to have air conditioning for, for Americans. Okay. So they, they've invested heavily in air conditioning and really good bathrooms. Okay. I mean people, so I've never stayed in a place that did not have air conditioning. Okay. Um, but there are places that don't. Yeah, um, the humi- the humidity is really bad in June and July. Yep. Um, but otherwise, it's 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 not bad. Then we you know what we take for granted here we take energy for granted. Yeah. I mean the energy like when you stay at a villa and I've stayed at villas several times in Tuscany, well I mean at the end of the week you got to pay the the energy bill. Yeah. It can be like for a week like. 300 euros you're like what the hell
2: like we play this game ross when we go to vegas sometimes or anybody i've ever been there with you're there in the middle of the summer it's 115 out and you're in this gigantic hotel that feels freezing cold you're like what is the bill to to, to cool this place and
1: and, and flood it full of fresh oxygen
2: like it says it's got to be unbelievable so when you go to italy do you go to different parts no
0: no i go to i matter of fact i'm in a place now unless i go with a a larger group i'm in a place now i go to the same hotel and i go to and, and i go to florence because the again the train system is so easy there that i can do day trips yeah and I've got a driver that I do a podcast with. So if I want to go somewhere, my driver takes me wherever I want to go. Okay, It's kind of a trade out yeah, deal, yeah. But, it, but it's been good. I got really good friends over there that it's basically a barter system for me. So when I podcast, yep. you know, I, and I, and I do business. So I, I'm a middleman. A lot of people don't, they don't trust. Well, if I call an Italian, am I really going to get the trip that I want? Yep. So basically I, I make connections. Yeah. I make sure everybody's happy on both ends. And I take a commission, right? I mean, it's not—it's yep. not a huge commission, yep. but I just make so somebody wants to talk to an American. Hey, I listen to their podcast. I trust them. Yeah. I do my connections over there. So she wrote me the other day. She goes, "Hey, when do you fly?" She goes, "You know what? I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a limo there for you, uh, no cost. Just yeah. you know, we'll take you to your hotel. I mean, so a little stuff like what
2: that. What is the uh, what's the flight from Omaha
0: to where to where? So I will go from uh, I will go from Omaha to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Paris. Paris to Florence
2: okay how long is the Minneapolis uh, to Paris flight uh
0: that'd be seven and a half hours seven and a half yeah so That's terrible my whole my whole flight uh, from Omaha to uh uh to Florence is 14 and a half hours okay on the way there I think it's 18 and a half on the way it's listen it, it really you're only doing an extra stop so if I were to go to Minneapolis flat I, I mean yeah and I'm only in Paris for like an hour and a half, so that doesn't bother me. What
2: is me. your take on Venice? People seem torn on that uh, town.
0: Venice is a uh, is a city you should visit, but uh, don't stay the night. It's a one-day visit. Okay. Now, it's cleaned up a lot because they don't want the, the, the cruise ships anymore, okay. and the canals have cleaned up. COVID, I, I heard it stinks. Uh, not anymore. It doesn't anymore because what has happened, COVID, COVID showed kind of what global warming can do. I'm not a big global warming guy. I'm not yeah. going to sit here. And, but the fact that they don't want the cruise ships. Yep in the, in, in the, in the, so close anymore has the canals went from like dirty, stinky, musty to like clear blue water again. And okay. it didn't, it's That's amazing weird. how long it didn't take long for mother nature to correct itself. Right. And so Venice is a, I would say a one or two day trip. Don't spend a lot of time in Venice. I would, I, I hate Rome with a passion wow. and, and I'm a Roman Catholic. Um, That's interesting because it's, it's dirty. It's, it's, there's just something about Rome that's weird. Now, you'll get people are passionate. I, I'm a Renaissance guy. I love... I think... And, my, and the weird thing is, much like Ross hated me the first time, first time I was ever in Florence was, was Good Friday on East in 2009, and I'd never seen so many people in a city. Mm-hmm. I mean, Florence is the size of Des Moines, just to let you know. I mean, its airport is smaller than, than Des Moines. Yeah. But I was like, this sucks. It was hot. It was stinky. It was bad. And I'm like, I'm never going back to Florence again. Well, we went back, and I'm like, oh... Yeah. oh this is this is where Leonardo da Vinci did a lot of great yeah. things. This is where Michelangelo uh, hung out. This is, you know, you go to the Santa Croce, which is a, which is a, a beautiful church. I mean, you have Michelangelo and Galileo buried right there. You, uh-huh. you, you sit there. That's and, incredible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the history, the history And you realize how insignificant a fucking strip mall in the middle of somewhere is, right? Well, I mean, and you <laughs> realize how how old those places yeah. are compared to here. Yeah, we're nothing. We're nothing. Yeah, old. I, I mean, the Duomo was started in. In the, what, the 1200s. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean, it's just, it's sick. So I, you know what? I, I don't try. I've been all over Italy. Um, I found the place I like. It's kind of like people go to Okoboji. Well, you, yeah, I do. Yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. you, you find a place you like and you go, what? I'm going to make it my home. I don't need to keep, keep searching. Yeah. At this so point. My, my goal is, once my youngest, she's 15, once she graduates high school in a couple of years. My goal then is to, and I've, my boss and I have talked about this is that I'll probably spend a month over there. And so I'll just spend the whole month of December there. Cause we, December is the, the, what we like. We, we want to yeah. spend Christmas there we wanna spend like and we want to spend New Year's. Ross and I
2: have a friend that did a month, uh, Adam Carroll, our good friend did a month in, uh. I think part of it was Italy might have been some yeah. other places, but did a month over yeah. there and loved it, took his family yeah. over there. So that's a good goal. Not most of us have that goal because it just seems yeah, but too he, expensive uh, but or Adam we can't. Had that that kind of, that long. Uh,
1: Adam had that mental health thing in mind with it also. Yeah. For his
2: whole family. Yeah. And they loved it. Yeah, they loved it for sure. So you guys had Champ Kind on this morning. Yeah, David Keckner. David, obviously. Yeah. How, what? How did that even come up in the first place? So,
0: Leisha Lane from the from the Funny Bone uh, reached out to me. I like having comics on, and during the seven years that Ross was away from me, I I I really wanted to have comics on. So, Burt Kreischer's been up to the studio a couple of times before okay. he really took off. Yeah. Uh, uh, just we we'd have a whole, a whole bunch of people, and then so I kind of started that relationship and. She called me. She says, "Hey, Kechner's going to be in town. Do you want to have him on studio?" I said, "Hey, ironically, I'm going to be in Des Moines." Mm-hmm. I said, "Absolutely, bring him up." And I didn't tell Ross till like I said, "Hey, you okay with David Kechner comes up?" And he got really excited. So it was just. <laughs> It was, it was cool he you know what he was so nice he was great did
2: you tell did you tell him about the, oh, the cameo that one. we did yeah. Yeah, absolutely
0: yeah. yeah yeah told him about that and he uh, said oh I absolutely
2: remember no, it. No, no, it was, no, that was a big no. deal
1: in my life no what he told us was that has become an awesome a, a lucrative part of his life oh wow um it and how they helped him decide how much to charge for him and that he He loves the connection because I told him, like, it mattered. That was a neat thing to me. And now when I see David Koechner, I'm instantly reminded of that entire two-minute thing that he did off the cuff with a couple of bullet points. And he said he likes to do that, and he has seen over and over again that that connection matters with people. I wonder how many of those, those people do, you know? He has done so many he didn't know. Yeah, I mean, like he's yeah. done. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure guess his rate
2: has good. gone
0: up. No, he's yeah. having, I, when he's, I got
2: him, it wasn't that expensive. He's what, he 189, 100. right? Yeah,
0: that's what he said. He's 189. He goes. Yeah,
2: I felt it was like maybe a hundred. I think bucks he, when, you when you told I me it, it was like a like hundred bucks, like yeah,
0: because I even thought, well, that was really nice for Mark.
2: Yeah. yeah. Have you ever gone on that site at all, Can Yeah, you? yeah, it's, and it's been a while. It's amazing, like, you'll run across certain people that we would call nobodies, you know, even though they have some clout, and they're asking, you know, 500 bucks. I'm like, how many possible people out there would pay this person this type of money? You know, well, here, here's a good question for you guys. What would you guys charge for your cameos?
0: Well, it's funny, we, we, we charge...
2: okay because you're famous in my eyes. Tr- Listen, we tr- tr- did one,
0: we did one. You did? Listen, so we did one. Uh, uh, we, we were talking about cameos one day on the air, <laughs> And we said, like, fuck it, don't go to Cameo, just ask us to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, a girl reached out to us, Casey, and she's like, hey. She's cute, by the way. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. So she's like, hey, would you guys do a Cameo for me? And she offered to pay. She was like, she goes, I want to get married. I've been with my boyfriend for two and a half years. Would you do a Cameo to tell him to please ask to marry him? Okay. So I said, you know what, we'll do it for you. And she goes, What can kind I of pay? I said, I don't want paid. You do it. So then she gives us the bullet points. Yeah,
1: you say, said he said, give us some give us yeah, some information that we can use
0: bl- as as ammo. Listen to this. Give Mark. us some bullet points. You're so she's love like, this. We've been together here, here, here. And because of religious purposes, I'm saving myself. I've never had sex. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I've got
2: the ML. I've got now. the
0: ML. So then I start going, do a little research on Facebook, right? And she's got pictures of him all over the place. I go to his Facebook page, and all his all his pages are with a dude. And I'm like, dude, you're sending. So we go like, you're sending the wrong message. Blah 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 blah. Basically, and, tell him, dude, you got to you got to lock this down. Like yeah. like. She's heating up down yeah, there. She's, she's saved, gonna explode. She's been saving herself for yeah, you, and you're yeah, screwing this up, yeah. dude. <gasps> so, and I go. and Then your your Facebook photo is with a dude. What is where <laughs> you're sending the wrong messages? So he asked her like a month later, and she called. So she meets us at the birthday party last night and gave us invitations yeah. to her wedding. Oh wow, yeah. Now, you guys are responsible
2: for that yeah, Nice. So,
0: but then I go. You know, I go. Have you showed it to me? Oh yeah, everybody loved it. And I go. And finally, I go. I go, dude. What's up with your Facebook page with all the dude? You know, I go, get your woman. He goes, That's my friend who died. I'm like, oh my, no, you did not tell me that. I go, just I go, fuck
2: He's I like, not. that's my shrine.
0: I'm like Thank you for pissing fuck. me. Fuck. Uh, I go, I go, now I feel like he goes, no, the truth oh, is shit. he <laughs> would he goes, he would love that you would have done it. So I'm like, I go, good. But it's you gotta it's a reminder. Don't just make assumptions all the time. That's nah, so you go great. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Mark, if you've got a
1: game you want to play, let's play the game because yeah. we have to leave here in about 20 minutes.
2: Yep. So uh, lab, so real quick, last night, good event for you guys. Awesome, sounded awesome. Sounded awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. oh, gee,
0: it's just, it amazes me, and it's so humbling the community that KXNO has. And, and all the shows are different, but they all have a community, and it's, it's amazing that the people turn us on every day. I am I, like, I, I, I still, I think I, you
2: become an extension of their family, man. I, well, I, I do. I've always felt that way.
0: And I think it's because of the crazy shit we say, because a lot of people don't want to talk about that crazy shit, but they will be in a car going, when I say something like, I haven't talked to my dad in 23 years. I, and yep. people need to understand. I've ne- I've not talked to my father in 23 years. I've, I, I have a restraining order out on one of my brothers. I haven't talked to another brother in 20. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's really weird, but I think people go, oh, I, I know what he's going through. I've got great, but they don't want to talk about it because it's just, there's shame in it. You know, and that's why I talk about mental illness. I always, I, I, you know what I hate when I hear end the stigma, the stigma of mental illness is not with you thinking I'm fucked up. The stigma is in your own fucking head. Right. The only one that has this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, everybody thinks shit. No, you know what? I look at it as like, listen i know mental illness exists It's exists in my family i've been i've i've been locked up in a mental institution for 2 weeks before okay i i think you just if you're dealing with depression if you're dealing with stuff anxiety whatever sometimes you just got to go fuck it talk about it yeah. Just fucking talk about it. Yeah. Cause nobody, nobody across from you th- is thinking anything less of you. If you, if you admit it, we had uh I really-
2: we did a podcast four weeks ago. I'd been through a, a, a series of things that I've already talked about in the podcast, but um, it, it was a podcast. We hadn't done one for a couple months and this was like the first one back. And I talked about some things that I had been thinking about and some things that had happened in my own life. And the point of that was, on this podcast, after I le- released this, we're likely going to hear from nobody. That's just the nature of a podcast, yeah. right? On that podcast, I heard specifically from two or three people that reached out and said, I really appreciated that. I needed to hear that type of stuff. Yeah. So that's the truth about it. Yeah. People view you as, as like, you know, you're bulletproof or whatever, and then when you let them know that you're not, well, that's what opens up that conversation. And, and I
0: think, it, when I first started here, going back to what I originally said, is that once people realize, and I think it really helped to have a guy like Ross who, who once he realized, oh, Trav's not, this isn't a bit. It's not like he's just making this shit up for shock value. Once we got to know it, he's like, oh, you you really are to share in your life. Hmm. That's when you kind of went, then he said, Hey, let me tell you some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ross and, and Ross has some. Uh, Ross has got some yeah. shit. Yep. Yeah. All right. Here's what you we're going like to do. Everybody has
1: shit. Everybody's got a suitcase of crazy they're we're, carrying around, we're, man.
2: We're going to test your teamwork in two ways, okay? All right. Here we go. First one is going to be, I'm going to show you guys a topic, and you're going to do a live read. You don't know what this topic <laughs> is, and you can't say what the topic is. You just have to riff off each other and do like a 45-second live read commercial for gonna gonna this topic. We're going to do a topic. commercial for whatever it is that so you're going to present. Correct. you
0: got to pick. 30 or 60. There's no 45-second ad. All right, 60-second six, <laughs> ad
2: between you guys. So you have to figure out who goes first and what you're going to say. Goes but this first. is some of this paid sponsorship money to talk about this okay. topic. All right. The second one will be a simple baseball trivia question that has five answers to it. And we're going to see if you can get all five together. I, I, crap, we won't get them. All right, all right. All right. So I'm going to show you this. Unless the
1: I'm, answers are Andre Dawson, I'm Gary I'm going to show you. Gary Hopefully Carter. you can read my
2: hand right, Okay, don't read this out loud. I'm going to show you what this topic is.
1: Okay? What? You're reading out loud, yeah. Ross. Oh. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, you have it. You both have it. Absolutely. No, we can't say that during. the You can't the live- say
2: what you're doing here. You know, you're 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 shilling for them. Okay, and you're shilling to their crowd. Okay, but you can't say specifically this is for this. Okay, all right, all right. All right. This, this is part of the challenge
0: here. All right, here we all right. When you're ready, go ahead. You know what, Ross? It's so cool as my son's band really starts to take off. He needs larger vehicles to to carry his uh, his uh, his instruments around, his bandmates around, and uh, you know who else knows what they find on the road? Oh,
1: Travis! There is a company in town that uh, is specializing in exactly what Owen's looking for. Because really, what he'd like to have is something that uh, doesn't cost a lot of money, yeah. maybe something that's being repurposed from a previous use uh, that he can get at an affordable price, but he
0: knows it's going to be dependable. You know, and it's extra large got the extended cab on it with a lot of cargo room and what's really unique about it is that there's little hidden compartments where you can stuff all sorts of things what you know people may never find if you forget
1: where you put it think about when he's out there with the band and he's got to take the drum kit you know and you got to have a space that's big enough but secure enough for a bass drum yeah you know uh
0: Something that maybe a, a child used to could fit into, yes. if you if you had to
1: stuff a child
0: into that. And, and of course, when you travel as much as a band does, uh, tinted windows come in great. So during the day, nobody can see in, and you get some good uh, sleep. And as the band uh, grows in popularity,
1: you get a little bit more security yes. from the groupies. And,
0: and sometimes groupies just want to go along, and yep. they just seem to disappear and have a lot of fun. That's right. We encourage you to go to Creeper Cargo. Uh,
1: Creeper Cargo is a, a van company here in town that. Uh, they've uh, re- repurposed some
2: we w- do Mark <laughs> well 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 done well done the topic for our listeners was they're shilling for a car dealership that specializes in vans to be used by kidnappers uh, No, you guys did really well <laughs> i was here i didn't know how you're gonna get there i didn't know how you, i didn't know what, what, what path we were gonna take we hit
0: everything you could in the first the t- 10 no, seconds. what i it's- was
2: thinking of what i was thinking of when i when i wrote this out was okay it's got to have tinted windows in it you and know it, it's it, got to yeah. or or no
0: windows at all yeah. you know one one of those two yeah. things no no window sends the wrong message to police <laughs> that that's <a>
2: probably true <laughs> all right you guys ready
0: I'm a shit baseball guy. I think you can get this.
2: Okay. All right. right. Is one of the answers Daryl Strawberry? No. (laughs) We're fucked. No. Here you go. All right. Talk it out. See if you guys can figure this out, okay? Okay. There's five answers to this question. Okay. Since 2000, there have been five baseball managers that have lost the World Series at least two times. Holy cow. Name those five managers. And once you tell me a name, I, I will let you know if you're right. So. Uh, well, Bruce Bochi made it to a bunch
1: with the, with the Giants, but I don't think they lost two.
2: And I'll help you on the way. I think he won all three of those. Yep. Yep.
0: So, he is not a um, correct answer. Man, I, I'm screwed has, on this. I, who has, um, hold spoke. on. Uh, since 2000, yep. Joe Torrey, Joe Torrey is
1: on the
2: list. Good call.
0: No.
1: Yeah, because Girardi won the one in 0-9. But he lost with the Dodgers, didn't
2: he? Girardi is not going to be a Girardi's though. not a, no. But no.
0: didn't didn't Joe Torrey lose with the Dodgers?
2: No.
1: I don't know. Did Torrey
0: lose with the Dodgers? That
2: well, so for the purpose of your answer, I'm considering Tory a Yankee. Okay.
1: So, yeah. yeah. But I did, Okay. But that's about losing twice, because he yeah. might have lost one with the yeah. Dodgers too. Yeah. All right. So then let's stick with the Dodgers here because would Who's their manager? I don't well, even know. Well, first of all, would Dusty Baker be on that list? Because Dusty Baker's been to the World Series a couple times.
2: Dusty Baker is on
1: the list. Okay, okay, so we got Dusty Baker and Joe Torre. All right, let's think about the Red Sox for a minute. Red Sox haven't lost two though. Because I was thinking that maybe Joey Cora, but they only he only lost one. Yeah. Um, man, we got to be missing something easy. Cardinals have lost Tony La Russa. Nope. He only lost one. Not on the list. Because he didn't want a couple, okay?
2: Not on the list. Mike okay.
1: Nope. That's a good guess, too, though. Nope. Uh Madden. No. Nope. Oh! Joe Madden didn't lose a couple. Nope. Crap. Damn, you're throwing out
2: good guesses. Terry Francona. Nope. So I'm thinking of my final three here just to just to help you guys and put you in the right league. Uh two of them. One, two. All three of them are in the American League. I'll correct that if I need to. So you are gonna
1: have to give us teams then, because I don't even. I am yeah, lost. I am lost. Yeah, I am lost on what this is.
2: See, I used to consider Ross a big baseball fan. I just don't know
0: what happened to my buddy. Dude, look, I used look, to You want to tell me why? I'll tell you why. Yeah, Nobody go ahead. Re- ain't first, or last. Nobody remembers <laughs> second place.
2: That might be what this is for sure.
0: Am I wrong? I yeah, I dude,
1: I cannot I'm I am seriously drawing a blank. I feel like we've thrown out some really solid yeah. names here. Who do right. so we miss? Th-
2: your teams would be the Detroit Tigers.
1: Well, Jim Leland died. J- Jim Leland. Jim Is he Leland? dead? Is he dead? I'm bad. I told you I'm bad at who's dead. I I think Val I Kilmer's think, uh, dead. Jim Jim Leland lost a couple. Jim Leland lost
2: a couple with the Tigers. Okay. Yep. Um the next one would be the Texas Rangers. Buck Showalter? Mm-mm.
1: Who was the Rangers man I there? think
2: there was a rumor that he did cocaine. Oh, it's uh, re, uh, Washington. Ron Washington. Ron Washington. Ron Washington. He went to two, I, huh? I almost said went, Rudy went, Washington. Went to two, lost two. And the last one is, uh, I'd love to give you a clue, but I'm drawing Seattle? a blank on. Um, I have to remember the last one, too. What's his name? And we'll tell you the team. <laughs> What is, uh? hold on, I'm looking at my list here. It's going to come back to me uh, while you guys riff on this last what important f- one. What You don't have the l- no, answers? No, I, I, I have the answers. It's in my head. It's just not on this piece of paper in front of me, man. This that's, guy's a turd. That's the way this works. Uh, who was the last one? Leland, Tory, Washington, Baker, and another guy.
1: Another. It was another guy. It, was, it another, was another guy that was the fifth guy. It was another, another guy. guy.
2: Did you have anybody else on the tip of your tongue? No, your I gave you
1: all of the things that were on my tongue. Gave you the entire tongue, my not da- just the tip. I gave
2: the whole the whole tongue. My dad's gonna be so mad at me, dude, that I can't remember this fifth one.
1: Was this one of your trivia questions on your uh, when you go do trivia with your dad? Uh, one
2: yeah, of the greatest trivia. Yeah, of, yeah it, it was. It was last night. His, his
1: dad and is one of the greatest trivia dudes of all time. He guys, obviously, Mark's right. not a chip off the you know, old block. No, Mar- it's this is this
0: is sad. This is embarrassing. It really. I mean, you're going to come with a question, not have the, the answers, answers. Well, and then to, not to that, be fair, I have, thought
2: you guys would do a little bit better. We're on your to be end.
0: fair.
1: To be fair, if we'd have come up with four, you still wouldn't have had the fifth.
0: I mean, Dude, see, this is you, the type you, of sports you, radio you, you, I despise. You, you exactly. You, you, you have a point.
1: Sports trivia radio. Geez. All right, here we go. I found my list. Daryl Strawberry wasn't even one of the answers.
2: Uh, your answer is going to be. Here's, hold on. How do we know
1: that we weren't right with some of our other answers? Because we threw names out. and He's like, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know who the it's, fifth is. It's, I'm gonna-
2: it's all trust. I got
1: to Google it. I do
2: have to. Who Google. is it? I haven't found it. What the hell? <laughs> Ah, I haven't found it. Bruce Bochi's all over this list, but it's not him. All
0: right. got to get out of here. I know. Let's go hang with the Heisman Trophy.
2: Yeah. What's what's up with that? That's just at a car dealership? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I think so. Haven't you seen that before?
0: Oh, uh, uh, Yeah. Several times,
2: yeah. So it's not a big deal to
0: you guys. Where are you guys going to be at? Willis, uh, Willis Nissan,
1: Willis Nissan up on Real Hay Road. Nobody's going to hear this in time to come out and tell
0: me that. Tell
2: me, uh, that uh, well, they might. I'm going to launch this uh, real quick. Okay, Um, okay. Tell me, uh, you're making a little dough on that one,
1: making some dough. I would assume. I mean, it was set up by one of the salespeople that actually looks out for us. So I'm assuming that we're getting something on it.
2: I feel like you guys need better representation.
0: You know what? what I'm happy. He does. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm right. happy. I'm happy. I'm
1: doing
2: all right.
0: Ross is giving me a look that he's not fully happy, but
1: I mean, come on. That you guys know the. You know, we we've covered a lot of the stuff here, even today about, uh, you know, the problems at the at the radio station in my life and all that, and and some of my attitudes there. We've talked about that a lot. I'm really happy right now. I couldn't be happy. I tell every like the move to the mornings has been amazing, man. I get to go golfing with my buddies. I get to pick my kids up from school. You
0: get to go fishing all day. You get time. to go to like, Eli's wrestling I get tournament. to do all of the stuff. Yeah, how did he do it? He, he was wrestling way we He went 0-1.
1: Yeah. Oh, his, first, his first dude didn't show up.
2: Oh. So is that a win? No. 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 It's forfeit. It's
1: forfeit. You know, but they, didn't, they don't roll you out on the mat and raise your hand. Fuckers, they should have. <laughs>
2: what type of tournament does a guy just not show up? That's it was a tournament. It was just uh, a meet. And who uh, knows? Okay.
1: Yeah, if kid was sick for the day, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I knows? get it.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. Have fun with the rest thanks, of your Mark. day. Thanks, We never Travis found out Justice. who the last manager was. Never I'm going to tweet the it. Guys,
1: he's a turd. I'm going to tweet guy. it out. If you guys worst. had
2: come even close to a correct answer, well, I'd feel bad. But that was a poor showing.
1: I think that we probably... We we got named, three of the five. That's we, not bad. We named several managers,
2: too. None of those names were uh, the correct You ones. don't know that for sure.
1: You cannot I will, prove I will, that.
2: I
0: will tweet out the correct answer here okay. shortly. Well, All once right.
1: you know, then tell me I'm wrong.
2: Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next
1: week.